I like how my screen changed colors. Yeah, that was weird. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? powers. <laughs> I do, Kev. I do. Of course you do. The powers of... Uh, of being lack of concern. <laughs> oh man, what's good with you, man? Man, I woke up last night at like three thirty in the morning, hyped for oh, no okay. reason. <laughs> Don't you love that? Oh no. Not at all. Oh, but I had a trek. I had a trek life moment because I w- walked out to the uh, the living room. I was like, "Let me just lay down on the couch real quick." And I realized that my daughter had created an elaborate fort using all of the blankets, and I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> so I'm sitting there freezing. Ah, <laughs> oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you know, that is a trek life moment. Yep. Um. Yeah, man. I we we kicked it yesterday. Me and my neighbor in the just drinking and talking and watching the kids or whatever. So when I got home and I knocked out, it was like seven forty-five. I was out, right? And uh, you know those cartoons like where the person sleep and the other person comes in with like symbols and. <laughs> <laughs> So somewhere around like nine twenty or so, nine thirty, my wife comes in like, like a cartoon character. Oh wow! I'm in the living room, I'm knocked out. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I went back to sleep. <laughs> it was like, like oh my god! <laughs> so I'm looking around like, yo. So yeah, I don't think I uh, went back. I don't think I went back to sleep till like two in the morning. I was just oh, like wow. uh, watching TV. Yeah. So. <laughs> If I pass out during his show, <laughs> uh, just no. Did you watch Fizz's team? Oh, <laughs> no, nope. Not doing any of that. It's a rough man. It's it's a rough. It's a rough uh, last couple of years for Los Angeles <laughs> sports. <laughs> you know. But here's what I'm not gonna hit. No, right, I'm not gonna start it. I'm not gonna start it. I'm not doing it. Just gotta settle down. Um, <laughs> all right. So the opening question. I've I've talked about this okay. on the show before, but I've I've surveyed a couple of people, including your man Silo. I talked to Silo, um, and I feel like I might have asked you this already, but I'll, if I have, maybe you'll have a better, different answer this time. Can you be all lives matter? Have I asked you this already? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. Okay. Can you be all lives matter, but also accept or perform at or speak at um, intracultural events? So, for example, like for me, me, using me as an example, can I be a person who screamed all lives matter during the, the heightened times of the Black Lives Matter um, movement? Not as a, a um, organization, but as a principle, right? Um, but I was countering that all lives matter, but then perform or accept an award at a Black History Month event. You can. I mean, you can, but what I'm saying is, right? You say, should you? Would it be would it be fair to question you if you were to do that? Sure. 
why is the the question I'm asking. Like what what would your what would your reasoning be for questioning that? I mean, it seems so obvious, but people have given different answers. You know what I mean? Oh. I mean, just the general stupidity of it all. <laughs> Cause well, this is the thing. I try to draw judgments when they can be fairly drawn. And like so many other things on the internet, the people who want to parse words and say all lives matter is their clever comeback to black lives matter. Mm-hmm. They never showcase a vast depth of uh, language skill or vocabulary <laughs> to justify that being the place where they draw the line when it comes to specific wording in, in the English, English language. So, you know, they're not poets, Trek. You know what I'm saying? So... If that's what you're gonna do, um, yeah, yeah, you better you better be on your game all the time. It's like you know, just like when everyone, every other week, someone you know, we're medical specialists or space travel experts or political pundits and all. You know, it's like every week you want to be something expert at something different, but really right. all you are is. A thumb expert. <laughs> Thumbelina. Um, <laughs> what, what was Silo's answer? His answer was like, nah, right? But <laughs> his thing was... <laughs> no. no. Speaking, no. speaking for... You know, without trying to... Trying to... You know, embellish or, or add to what he was saying. He basically... So it's kind of what I felt or feel when I hear people say that, which is um, you're you. I mean, and I'm not I'm not specifically speaking towards Black Lives Matter. I'm speaking towards things like Stop Asian Hate or anything else that comes up where people go. But what about right? You know, what about the whales? Right. It's that I feel like you feel a superiority to those to the people that are being spoken to. So anything that happens to them does not deserve examination, right? It's not as though you genuinely are concerned for the all that you're speaking about, right? right? It's that you feel as though those people are lesser or do not deserve a voice or their voice is not legitimate or their the flaws of individuals within their culture way high heavier than the uh, negative actions that have happened to them. All of those things are more valuable to you. So instead of recognizing and understanding that something like Black Lives Matter or any other thing that is specific to it, whether it's, you know, cultural um by race or whether it's by gender or what have you to not examine or, or to take, take that personally. Like you're saying my life doesn't matter. Like, right. You know what I mean? That's, there's an odd, there's something there that, that has to do with superiority. And that kind of, that's, I'm, that's me merging myself in silos discussion on it. Mm. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely a, you know, like, I mean, that's really, if you want, the word woke has been demolished 
mm-hmm. by by fearful people. Um, the word privilege uh, has been misinterpreted when my simple definition for pr- privilege would be, you know, that person who would walk into the room and expect everyone to be paying attention simply because they finally showed up. Doesn't matter right. who you are. Doesn't matter what you look like. You've been in that situation where somebody walks in and everyone, you know, everyone's thinking, oh, this motherfucker again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. um, that is the spirit with which a lot of people, even if they don't know it, have conducted their life being the center of attention. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. when someone wants to say, Actually, we could pay attention to you just because you finally walked into the room and you think you deserve that. But it's actually her birthday. So why don't you just sit down, get a cup of fruit punch and shut the (laughs) hell up and enjoy the party. Right. That's 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 privilege. That's a simplistic way of explaining privilege. I was thinking about it today because I've heard all these. You know, every time election season comes around, for probably for the rest of our lives, we're going to be told that everything that's happened over the last six years, you know, just the just the nuttiness is a reaction to the black president. Right. 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 Because for four years, even though the man was, you know, he was doing a lot of stuff that that, uh, I, you know. Not everyone's going to agree with, but he wasn't out there, you know, putting a, 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 a black fist in the air every time he went out. And he, you know, he was trying genuinely, I feel like, to lead everybody or, you know, to to respond to everyone's needs as best he could, which is all, damn near impossible. Right. Um, sure. He, he he you know, his signature accomplishment was trying to give health care in a more universal way, a more accessible way, a more equitable way to more people than have ever had it, which is right. nuts. Right. Right. So, so, so then you had a contingent of, of folks who had been in that center of the conversation, uh, mind state or center of attention, mind state for their whole lives that now felt like, Oh, he's not doing enough for me. So now I'm going to, go the other direction, which happens with pretty much every president. Someone, you know, someone who votes for you this time might not think you did enough for them. So they're going to vote for the other guy next time. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there were also, you know, people of color. I I can only speak for myself, but, um, or, you know, my, what I saw amongst my peers who were not, not, not white folks um, who were like, he didn't do enough. For us, the collective us, right. whatever that meant, right? Which, right? If you were gonna say, you know what, I expected him to come in and take the opportunity, knowing it might never happen again, to do as much as he possibly could for us, because there's no one who's done it before, and it might never happen again. That would be an articulate position that would be very direct, probably a little unrealistic in my view, but okay. So he was getting it from negative, you know feedback from everybody right and then of course there were mm-hmm. people who didn't like him droning weddings and stuff like that which is probably fair you know Reasonable. um but for the reaction to be to elect some of the i mean 
just across the board, there's so many crazy people right now running for office or in office or just, you know, lying, saying crazy stuff, holding up fake police badges. I don't get it. <laughs> don't even. I don't get it. I mean, even the stupidest person I know. I mean, that's that's unfair. The <laughs> least... Um, no, and I, I mean, you know, like the sort of person with the least amount of, of uh, education, right? Schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, knows that, that I know, would know that if you're going to get in a conversation with somebody about a topic that you are well-versed in, you still have to be able to express your point in a way that will help you if it's an argument to win the argument or to make a strong point so that that person says, oh, well, you know, this even this guy might not have gone past the sixth grade, but he knows what he's talking about when it comes to this topic, right? We don't even right. care anymore. It's like the topic doesn't exist, you know? Right, right. I'm not a racist, <laughs> but all lives matter. It's like, well, you only said all lives matter because somebody else said black lives matter. You're right. Now you're just being a dick. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's generally what we've left behind in that conversation. Right. The legacy, one of the legacies as, as, um, to black folks attempt to, to undermine and destroy, um, destroyed you know all that was some would say nothing was accomplished some would say a lot was accomplished or whatever um i i think that i either foolishly or or whatever always feel like conversation breeds advancement in a lot of cases right and and what black lives matter did as a principle was 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 start conversations that were not being had, and what people were looking for were large percentage arguments, uh, and you weren't going to find that because, I mean, frankly, every police officer is not killing a innocent person. I mean, that's that's an unreasonable <laughs> thing to have. Well, well, and there were twelve stops just last night in my neighborhood, and no one was killed. Okay, but here's the thing: it's a it's a it's a zero sum argument, right? It shouldn't happen at all, right? So the fact that it doesn't happen every minute of the day is not relevant. So what was left in the wake of that of Black Lives Matter and and all preceding movements um, was that people seemed to be a envious, which was weird, which is a very weird position. But growing up, going to high school. I mean, I'm 46 years old now, but but I still can remember very vividly the the um, envy, the cultural envy of that was happening. Right, uh, whenever one got attention more than what felt like if it was a day for Mecha, mm. there was all and inevitably there was always going to be someone from another culture. It's like, why does it matter? To why does it just why is it about this? Like, why isn't it about that? Right. So, to me, that's that's goofy. That is 100% goofy. And to carry that into your 40s, like a lot of my timeline did, was like, whoa, you need therapy, right? So in the wake of that conversation, what I saw was that 
people were very young-minded and stupid. And and they would not allow some of these conversations to penetrate, permeate, or or just move any thought on their end other than defensive and divisive. It exposed a lot of people, right? Sure. Yeah. Which is why I bring up the question of when I look now and, and we're a distance away from the protest and and large displays and, and daily conversation, I'm now seeing a lot of those same people starting to comfortably lean back into their own space, right? Mm. I'm this, I'm that, I'm proud to be this, I'm proud. And, and what gets me, Kev, is so you understand. All that tells me is that this entire time you understood because if you can understand being a proud, you name it, Native American artist, right? Then you can understand that that means something to a specific community, right? And that something can mean something to a specific community. So if you were like all lives matter, you were deliberately being a dick. You weren't, you literally were like, no, I am going to be an asshole. There, there is no examination or deserving examination of, of what was being discussed at the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's weird. You know what it's I mean? I mean, goofy. I, you know, yeah, it's one thing for it's goofy, people to but act it's, like it's, that in high school. You know what I mean? It's one thing to, when you're realistically a child. It's right. one thing to have a, a super sensitive response to any of a number of different scenarios when you are a child. But when you are a grown-ass right. adult, you know, if you can't think of something that is going to actually push the conversation in forward as opposed to pull it backward into whatever dark recesses of your mind you want to occupy, mm -hmm. then just you can also just be quiet, you know? Well, but that wasn't an option because... Because... Of the hatred, right, or disdain, or envy, or whatever that feeling was, was actually more powerful than than people were willing to admit. Oh well, yeah, and I, and that's I, the thing, and, and that's where. But we if are, you're going right? to be a racist, then say, "I'm saying this because I am a racist, because I really, I really do want you to understand that." And that's the thing that is that I hate because that's that coward, cowardly cowardice mm -hmm. that was shown and and that's what i think folks did not themselves contend with when they said things like all lives matter or when someone goes uh you know to a fashion show wearing a white lives matter t-shirt it's like you are showing there's so many different negative aspects to what you're doing that can be expressed you know and and uh, by a number of different people from a number of different backgrounds but what you were showing is your ignorance and or your cowardice. Right. Um, you know, you don't, when you walk into Baskin and Robbins 31 Flavors, mm -hmm. you know what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to say, you know, can I have a scoop of chocolate? They don't tell mm -hmm. you you have to also eat all the other 30 flavors. <laughs> you want ice cream. We're here to have right. a good time. Right. You know, um, 
If you can understand that, you should be able to understand that when a man gets murdered in the street on national television, global television, mm -hmm. people who recognize that experience because they've been through it themselves or they are they love someone who's been through that that you know a similar experience, God forbid, the exact experience, um, that if you haven't, you could probably just shut up and listen. But they also, well, yeah. you know, it it they're next in line <laughs> to right. to tell you what right. what the flavor is. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like so yeah, you have yeah. to you have to yeah. just go ahead and wait. Um, but but yeah, you're not going to come in with any foolishness. Like yeah, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about dude, but he's I mean, it's just real wild. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think it's it's not. I don't have a problem. You know, making him part of the the Rapsus Radio subject matter. He's done enough. Um, but I just don't think that his he has any value anymore, right? Like I think that he's like like you said last week. Like I want to know who voted differently because of him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've seen the same people or type of people that were defending his behavior this whole time are. I don't think that audience is growing. It, it, yeah. I think as time goes on, it's actually decreasing. It's either indifference, which is where I'm at, right? Like, I, right, well, there he goes again. You know what I mean? Um, or it's, yeah, all right, well, I agree or I don't agree. Like, that's that's the end of it. Um, Omega stated, and I, I didn't see where this happened, that Nori apologized for having Kanye on mm. Drink Champs, right? Yeah. Um. There was a lot of judgment of, of Nori and, and and his partner for, for for even doing it. Like, let me ask you a question. Sure. If we were in their position, right? Mm -hmm. What two, three more listeners? We're right. Yeah, there. We're, we're right. There. <laughs> we're, um, we're almost there. You guys tell a friend. Yeah, without the alcohol, right? <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> would Would you have done that interview? I mean, one, would you have even considered doing it? That's the first part of the question. Second part of the question is, would you have pushed back more? I'm going to first. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm going to muck this all up. I, if I knew him like they knew him, right. yes, right. Like yeah. if if this is a a person who was once a peer, spent studio time or whatever time at the tunnel, or whatever club they were allowed to be in together. Like, sure. I I, I think that. Because I, I, I feel like I would I would cling to the idea that this is all being read wrong. And if I just present the homie with a platform, he'll clarify all this. Right. right? And I, I can't – I didn't listen to the interview. Um, I'm not, not going to. Um, yeah, me either. So I don't, I don't know much of the direction, but – there might have been a point, like, there likely would have been a point, me personally, where I was like, yo, come on, man. Like, what are we doing right now? Right. You know what I mean? And 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 that's not the that's that's not ideally what a great interviewer would do. But I don't think that I would be able to, to you know, based on some of the mild headlines I'm seeing, again, these are just things that are crossing my path. So if you're listening to the show, I, I'm not invested in this. You know what I mean? So I may be missing a lot of things that 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 you somebody else could 
hit me up in Instagram Messenger and tell me, right? But based on the things I'm seeing, I, I would have said something. I would have been like, yo, nah, man. Like, we're doing too much now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You know what this is. Why are you playing? Because that's what I think they're doing, and that's why I can't take them seriously. Him mm. hey, and Candace. For, I, I said it on this show, what, years ago. I don't take Candace Owens seriously. I won't disrespect her as a person, a human being, right? But I don't take her seriously because she's playing. This is all this this is all there's some there's some attention in this. It, it's not about you know what I mean? Like we've seen people, whether we like them or not, whether we like uh all the political leaders that we've seen through time, whether we agreed or disagreed with them. Some of it may have been performance. That's fine. But a lot of it was legit. Like it, the larger percentage was like, no, I believe this. And I'm fighting for this because I strongly believe this. I'm not doing this to antagonize a group of people that got on my nerves when I was a child. I'm doing this because this is real to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that from either one of them. No. I mean, it's... So... Yeah. Because she is playing with something that... Either, I believe she understands the ramifications of what she's doing, and she knows sure. that it can benefit her to play this role, of which mm -hmm. she is one of very few people in the world um, who is of the race and gender and age to be able to occupy that space in the way that she occupies it. And there is a, there is a cachet in that for her, right? What I... Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, just like with like last week when we talked about, um, the first time it was right after Kanye had said what he said about Jewish folks and, and mm -hmm. cause I wanted to make sure we weren't going to be misinterpreted to say, well, that's their problem. He's their problem. Right. Right. It's not, not that it's, no. it's like when you see your buddy go and go too far with the biggest dude at the club, you're like, you're going to. We'll be here yeah, to make to sure you don't get killed, but you're going to get slapped. And when it happens, <laughs> nobody should be surprised. And you know what? Mm -mm. If we see you do it enough, at some point, no one's going to say anything. Because it's like, you know, he needs to get slapped. Right. Because he needs to learn that that is unacceptable. And he gets us in this situation every time we go anywhere. So right. I don't think they realize the size of the slap that could or, or or should be coming at some point in time. And the problem is, like, for her, that's all she's got. For him, mm -hmm. I would ask this question of anybody, is this, like, obviously, if he wasn't, didn't have the musical legacy that he's had, mm -hmm. and sort of that pedigree and being associated with some of our other favorite artists over the course mm -hmm. of, you know, the last couple of decades... He'd just be another Candace Owens, but he does have that legacy, so it makes it it does make it difficult to to assess the situation in, in that manner. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's um, I mean, you know, you want to believe that everyone's gonna gonna learn at some point, but it's not much different. Like I think what you were getting to is like some of these politicians who go out there and they say all these things. I'm like you don't believe any of that stuff. Mm -mm. No, you know. I, I think a lot of people. You only a, hate a lot Mexicans of are, right before uh, campaign season. 
That's when you get all mad <laughs> right. about it, right? Or or, or people yeah. from Central America. That's when you get angry about the border. It's like, but you ain't down there doing the work. Yeah, you don't particularly care. Yeah, yeah I I think good. Um, we we'll, we go. We haven't had. We haven't got a break yet. But yeah, I think I think this all sparks that com re sparks that conversation of uh response conversation and what it meant to have that conversation right? right that conversation um about how different groups of people are treated in this country to this day and why it matters to discuss that and why it matters to remove jim crow racism from from every aspect of united states culture right but it was said today by the homie that, and this this is not specific to black people, by the way, that I'm not black, I'm OJ is a real thing, right? And you're not going to the the, the premise between the the premise of I'm not black, I'm OJ, right? Is generally you're not going to suffer the same consequences. You're you're above that money line, right? Hmm. Your actions don't, you know, when that slap comes, that that slap is not going to affect the current Kanye West as much as it affects the next Kanye West. And what I when I say the next Kanye West, I don't mean the next person with his same principles and opinions. I mean the next person who wants to make a difference, whatever that difference is, from that position, right? Um, look, the the general idea is that rappers are stupid. That's a common, let's not, I don't know if we should ever really look past that. I, I know that we like to pretend, um, and I've, I've seen a lot of rappers do great things. I don't believe that, but the general consensus is that rappers are stupid, right? Musicians are stupid. Athletes are stupid. Rappers are stupid. Um, I think, you know, um, you know, there are very few music musicians that we view as these highly intelligent people that deserve a, a platform to speak, right? But the game that they're playing, in a sense, is basically just dulling the voice or muddying up the subject just enough for people to go, yeah, you know what? doesn't matter. We don't need to get him. We don't need to let them figure that out. Mm. You know what I mean? You guys... Look, black people don't even agree on this. What do I? Why do I have to say right, anything? Right. Why do I care? Why do I? Right. Um, yeah. And I look. I I don't know. I don't know what that. I know what that means. Um, on a corporate scale, I know what that means on a peer to peer scale, right? But I don't know what that means to you, as an individual. Like, I I've you know I can speak my experiences and I've I have on this show quite a bit. So I know what it means, right? I know what it means when people play and who suffers when people play, right? I know what it meant when people started playing with affirmative action. Started playing, started playing, started playing, started messing around, and then all of a sudden you look up and, and all the people that got it turned around and basically killed it off for the next group of people that could have received it, right? Because everyone's playing and you made mm -hmm. it and you got you got your bread and you got your bag, so now, why does anybody else need their bag, right? It, it just becomes this kind of goofy cycle. So they'll they'll keep playing until they break something. 
Well, and that's the thing is that and, Kanye you know, in in his what his platform, what you know, the the place that he's carved out for himself in the music world and the entertainment world, just in culture, is mm-hmm. it's like if we talk about playing. If there are um, six kids on a seesaw at the playground, right? Three on each side, and mm-hmm. Kanye is the is the two hundred fifty pound third grader that'll run up and jump on one side of that seesaw and knock everybody out of position because he's you know that one kid and he's not even necessarily trying to hurt anybody, but he's about to hurt everybody with sure. that simple action, sure. right? And I'm speculating one hundred percent here, but I would be shocked if. He didn't. He hasn't had conversations with Jay Z, with uh, John Legend, with Kid Cudi, with Consequence, with Most Def, probably with Talib Kweli. All you know, people who have reached out to him, whether he's and he clearly hasn't listened, but who have tried to express to him privately, you're not the average size third grader. You you when you jump on that seesaw, you're gonna knock everybody out of the box right mm-hmm. you're going to ruin it for a lot of people because they're gonna think that we're all nuts and they and this or, is why or, or and so for that to or, be nori's job i don't think is necessarily fair i know diddy tried to talk to him diddy tried to talk to him pr- publicly well i called him he called him the feds didn't he that's the one thing that i i read yeah so so um he, you know. he doesn't have a lot of friends, and he called Diddy the feds, and somebody else something. I don't know. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, dead horse in the subject, like it, it's just, it's hard to concern yourself, actively concern yourself with somebody who literally is unconcerned with the results of their actions. Right. You just kind of get out of the way, right? Like, yo, I man, like, you wildin'. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, 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 you know, it's like watching somebody drive crazy on the freeway, man. At some point, like, like you, you feel like you can pull to the side of them and be like, yo, you got to stop. But, man, you about to run everybody off this road. So, you just got to get out of the way. Like, all right, well, we, and I feel like that's, you know, the analogy is not exact, but, that's where a lot of people are right now with 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 those two. And mm-hmm. I mean, for all intents and purposes, man, like the subject was was basically I don't want to say dead, but whatever side you stood on, it, it, all the flames had died down. You know what I mean? And and everybody was like, "I right, we 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 gained some more or less understanding. Whatever we decided to gain from that conversation, we gained it. Now it's being re attempting to be reinserted, reassessed, and, and viewed in a different way, right? And the and the people, you know, it's funny. Because the people that were once calling you hard R N-word are now standing on your side saying, see, he knows what he's right. I mean, look at the people standing next to you, right? I mean, I don't know. I also will say this, and, and we, we got to go to break and, and, and then get into things a little less serious. Um, but the show title actually does work. Uh, the, the How do I word this? 
I want to be careful with my words here. Sorry. The reality is that you didn't make it on your own merit. I, I'm just, I'm sorry, but you didn't. Everyone listen to me. Your efforts, and I'm, I'm talking white people too, listen to me. Your efforts from the date of your birth to now are commendable. They got you into the position you are in now, and you should be proud of that, and that's to be respected, right? But what I know is, concerning my background and bloodline, is that someone made the decision, right? Slavery is a choice. Someone at some point accepted the brutality under the guise that their next of kin would be me, right? Someone under the belief in guys that their next of kin would be Michelle Obama. Their next of kin would be, you know, my sister, right? Mm -hmm. That your next of kin would be not just their own blood, but your blood. So you can say, oh, well, I don't really need it. I did all that. You know, I did it. You know, I got my bag because my bag was my baby. No, bro. Your history book, as limited as it is, shows you that people hung, man. People died just for you to be standing here arguing about voting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much how much more to tell you. It's not like people died like in Star Wars where in the end, you know, they get up and take the stormtrooper outfits off and go back and act in another movie. People was hung till they neck snapped off for even trying to vote. This is not a conversation telling you you should vote. This is this is what I'm saying is in my my usual this is my my Every Rap Sucks Radio episode, I give a, a soapbox speech. In my <laughs> typical Trek Life Rap Sucks Radio soapbox speech, all I'm saying is you're following a path of, of Candace Owens and, and Kanye who are saying, you know, we don't need this history. We don't need this background. We don't need this conversation. We don't need, you know, people who are against critical race theory. I don't want to I don't want to hear all about all that. I, I my, my kids don't need to know. No, dude, they do, though, right? They do so they can understand the work. They can understand the the value of the work, right? My sister says all the time, and I'm going to end it with this. My sister says all the time, a PhD um, psychologist, right? She says all the time that she considered, and I'm paraphrasing, her ancestors as she accomplished, Hmm. that they... You know what I mean? All that they went through meant that she couldn't fuck around. Mm-hmm. She had to accomplish. So did all the insults from all the, you know, in the high school and in college, all of the microaggressions, all of the macroaggressions, all of the, all of that was like, yo, this is nothing in comparison. So when I see two people like Candace Owens and, and Kanye West fucking around, I'm like, you don't care. 
what your ancestors went through. Because you're using everything that they fought for to undermine everything they wanted their next of kin to have. Mm-hmm. And how can I can't, like value your... You know what I mean? That's and it's a that's the thing. It's, it's a, a special, waste. It's a special kind of selfish. You know what I it mean? It is exactly, like, exactly. Because yes, we you know whether we were blessed enough to have two parents in the house or one parent or no parents, somebody was looking out for you to get you where you were, where you have gotten mm-hmm. right. And everyone's story is a little bit different and varied. And some people had a very a much more difficult time than others. Um, but especially when you have kids, man, you know, I mean, you know, not that I ever should have been pulling up to a light, scowling at somebody in the next car. But now mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not gonna, I, my, my daughter's in the car. And when she's not in the car, um, she's still at home. She's still at school. Right. St- I'm still the one who has to go pick her up. You, me taking care of me fulfilling the duty of taking care of her and trying to teach her all the things that we're talking about to appreciate the gifts that she's been given and to pass those gifts on to whoever comes after her in whatever uh, form or fashion she's able to pass those lessons on. Um, that is so much more infinitely important than me trying to figure out why you can't change lanes like a normal human being. Right. And not like a sociopath. It's right. it's so much, you know, and and so to see to so to see them, you know, take yeah, just mess around and play with these things. It's like, yo, one of you, I don't know about about her, but like you got kids, man. You've already been acting a fool. I, I get it. The breakup was probably pretty hard on you. I'd imagine so. But, uh, dude. Yeah, I mean, you've been doing too much for a while. I, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't take you seriously, you know? I don't know if you even believe what you're saying. I guess you do. Um, it's your right to say it. The same blood that was shed for my right to feel this way was shed for your right to feel that way. Hey. Uh, so be it um a lot of people wouldn't see it that way but that's how it is you know but i i just can't take you seriously it's it's just you know i i nori apologized and 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 i i understand why he did you know what i'm saying i get it but at the same time like i don't know man you didn't do nothing wrong you put the dude on on a platform to speak and also he said what you should have expected him to say and that's the thing i've I don't know. I haven't listened to a lot of Drink Champs, but it, we have a sense of Nori just by being hip hop fans. If you go back and listen to any of a given number of Drink Champs episodes, it's not like Nori is in there like Diane Sawyer doing an in depth, you know, <laughs> probing interview of people. I mean, they're legit drunk for half the show. God bless them. It's a fantastic yeah. concept. It is. It is one I would not survive. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like no way no how when, when, when we started this podcast i saw that and i was like these guys have it figured out and then i was like too. oh that would be instant death 
immediate. I would not. This show would have been canceled a long time ago. All right. Um, I feel like it's it's useless to even play the break at this point. So this would be a Rapslux Radio not <laughs> Rapslux Radio without a break. Um, but I will say that I, I I apologize for not welcoming y'all to the show. So we're forty five minutes in. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you like to catch past episodes of Rapsucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you like to catch us on television, please go to BTSN, that's Behind the Scenes Network. Uh, download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. And you can check us out right there with plenty of other dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, we want in. Please make sure you catch us on Instagram, Rapsucks Radio. And catch us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash RSR podcast. That's the original RSR podcast. <laughs> You're gonna hold um, a grudge. All day. It's, it's beef. They you got it, you got it. What, what episode? We're on episode 154, right? Oh yeah, we're yeah. doing it. We're, we're on we're on we're on episode 154. They better make it. I'm I'm checking the numbers. You better get to 150 episodes with <laughs> with that message you sent me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you if you plant out it at episode 40, I'm on you. I'm on. I'm sending messages. Yo, where your podcast at? I thought it was real. I thought this was real. You know what I mean? What's going on? <laughs> I Kev y'all. Kev came up with an episode title. Um, I chose. Kev came up with a topic title for this. I actually chose to make that title the episode title. Really, really pulling back the curtain here. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is this is this. It gets it gets real, man. The, the pre-production is a legitimate thing. We we get we get busy, y'all. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the episode title, of course, is "What's the Matter? You Burning?" Hmm. Y'all y'all know about Ice Cube. Shout out to Ice Cube. Also, the Big Three is officially uh, the first black-owned league. Yeah, how did I saw that? I saw that, and I was like, "What wasn't it already?" Or who made? I the... thought it was part owned. Oh, maybe was... maybe the full ownership has been oh, taken. It, I didn't oh, read it's into fully the reasoning. Black owned now, because yeah, there was. Yeah, a... I believe Jeff so. Jeff was his that's partner. The... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not certain if that's the answer though, but I I believe that's it. Um, Same thing with the NFL, right? My... Yeah. I'm sorry, I had that wrong. I think. I think I have that wrong. What? Which part? The NFL. In general, I know well if you were saying no, no, black no. ownership in the NBL, NFL, I'm like, then yes, you have that wrong. But it's as far as as far as uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're talking about adding another team or two teams to the NBA. Good God, why? Please don't. Um, but yeah, I think LeBron said he wants to own a team. It'd be interesting to be an owner and a player at the same time. I don't think that you can do that. I feel like there has to be some stipulations against it, but. There you go. Be like, yo, I'll fire all of y'all if this team wins against the team I'm currently playing for. Pete Rose is like, you could do that? <laughs> right? That would be awesome. <laughs> all right. So the topic, the title of this next topic is Talking Heads Remix Gone Wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why is a woman intent on revenge, Kev, set fire to the wrong house. <laughs> Oh, darn. oh my gosh! Um, 
<laughs> the source for this is AP News. The players involved are a North Carolina woman because that's what they said. Mm-hmm. So check it out, Kev. A, a North Carolina woman, a North Carolina woman seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend, tried to set fire to a house owned by someone else, <laughs> according to the sheriff's office. The Rowan County Sheriff's Office said in a report that a homeowner in Gold Hill was awakened Friday by a neighbor who saw a woman trying to set fire to the house. There were bundles of wood on a fire on the front porch, and the deputies found a jug of oil that they say was used to start the fire. As a homeowner went to get a garden hose, he saw burning pieces of wood around a propane tank. (laughs) (laughs) The garden hose didn't work because the woman had apparently used a sealant to block the flow of water. She She was ready. She was serious. Dang. So the homeowner grabbed a rifle and confronted the woman who was holding one of his dogs on a leash. Kev, she had a plan. She, yo, it was it, it, you could call it that. <laughs> okay, uh, with law enforcement and emergency personnel approaching, the woman drove off. Hmm. Did she take the dog? The, uh, deputies arrested the woman and charged her with felony first degree arson, assault with a deadly weapon. And larceny. She did take the dog. Larceny of an animal. <laughs> Bond was set at a one hundred and one thousand dollar thousand five hundred dollars. One hundred and one thousand five hundred dollars is an interestingly odd number <laughs> for Bond. Just making one hundred thousand. Okay. <laughs> like, there's no way she's getting that extra fifteen hundred. That's for sure. Um. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much Trump Trump charges each Secret Service agent to stay at his properties every night. <laughs> it could. It couldn't be determined as of the time this uh, information came out whether she had an attorney. But investigators estimate the house sustained approximately, approximately, an estimate, approximately twenty thousand dollars in damage. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be I'd be a little livid. He came out with the rifle. Okay, but okay, I have I have hella questions, but uh-huh. it, it, Kev, take it away. Well, first of all, I just want to really express how impressed I was that you, this topic title you came up with again, <laughs> Talking Heads Remix Gone Wrong. You're showing a lot of depth. It's a lot of depth, and this is the Thank first you. time that I ever noticed and really put together the fact that the the lead singer, the founder of the Talking Heads, I think. Mm-hmm. His name is David. What? Burn. No way. Yep. Yep. Did not know all, that. It all fits together. <laughs> wow. It all it Wait. all fits together. These are the kind of things that Kanye should be looking into. But this this lady's a real Mrs. Wizard. What was she? Did she send somebody out and say, I need you to get a couple bundles of wood and a jug of oil? Who keeps oil in a jug? What is going on right now? <laughs> this, I don't want to make light of what's happening across the pond, Trek, but this lady sounds like she was trained by the Russian army. This really does not sound like the most strategic plan that one could have concocted to cause damage to her ex-boyfriend's house. Uh mm-hmm. And then she got the wrong house. So what are we really talking about here? (laughs) And and the punchline of that. And then she got the wrong house. But then 
She plugged up the garden hose, which I was like, now that's smart. Boom. I was like, yo, okay. I, yeah. I, she, get, she probably did that get first. It and she's like, it's all downhill from here. Fucking, I'm out of it. Look, <laughs> this, here's when she knew. <laughs> Listen, I don't know the details of their relationship. Okay. <laughs> but how did you not know that that's not his dog? <laughs> or his house. No, I, I can't. No, no. Listen, the house is already wild out. Like we already gone. <laughs> but how the how the fuck did you not know that that's not his dog? Like this, this, there's no way that he had an absolutely identical dog to that man. You knew you fucked up, and you was like, I'm just gonna burn a house down at this point. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, but this, it, she was holding the man's dog on a leash. Well, maybe. She had to be like, damn, this ain't Scruff Loke. This is. Wait, was is her this? intention to steal her ex boyfriend's dog, though? Or was she just, at, at that point, she was just in, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound? And she's just trying to commit whatever crime she can manage to <laughs> handle within a, you know, on that, on that stoop of that, of that house, that incorrect house. She, she took the biggest L of the century when she looked over and saw this dog and was like, did this one get a new dog or, Uh oh, hell no. You know what? I'm going for it. (laughs) Somebody going to (laughs) pay. Right? need me a dog. Yeah. I knew I'm about to take this dog and I don't know who this man is, but he must have hurt some woman the same way I'm hurt. So let's just burn this house down. Oh, that's that's basically what happened. Oh, have you ever <laughs> angered somebody so much that they might burn the wrong house down on your behalf? <laughs> I have not. I have not. And the the horrible human being in me is like, damn, yo, you killed it, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell y'all something awful about me. I right, this is awful. This is absolutely <laughs> awful. And it just it's just a reality. Look, I've never claimed to be a great person. <laughs> I remember when I used to see like the homie going through a weird situation. Like, you know, Shorty would show up at the club and be sneaking around trying to catch. And I used to be like, yo, you I mean, you kind of did it though, bro. Like, it's whack. But and I know you don't like what this what's happening right now, but you're kind of a legend right now. Feel like you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm kind of like yo. Regular people don't get that type of attention. You know what I'm saying? People just, I, I mean, if it's me, if if it's me, I just turn, I just, I just delete the number. Like, all right, well, you know, I'm not nowhere like in my house shoes trying to figure out what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? And 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 be clear, real quick. When I tell that joke, whenever I say, like, you know, dude be at the club in his house shoes, that is a real life scenario that I saw with my own eyes in, not in Long Beach, not in West Covina, in Hollywood at level three, bro showed up in his house shoes. <laughs> like, not as a Hollywood fashion statement. Highland? Hollywood and Highland. Oof. Bro pulled up. Bro parked his car. Paid for parking. Bro took 
pay for parking like like a hundred out. Like it was like twenty bucks to park there, <laughs> bro. <laughs> either that or or he parked up the street in house shoes and not like crocus sacks, man. Like that's how mad she made, dude. And I had to step back and be like, she killed it. She bodied this whole thing. She's not happy, and this is really unsafe. But yeah. you did that, Shorty. You did it. A lot of toxicity. But that's definitely yeah. it's definitely going on her LinkedIn profile. <laughs> it has to, right? It has to. Yeah. Right? This is a David Byrne moment. <laughs> you you, you, know, you connected the dots. Like I'm, I'm I'm a fan forever. Um yeah, I don't know what he did, but I, I hope, you know, uh <laughs> I hope that, you know hope it's a small town to, and keep he keeps trying to Level up his game, man. Cause it's <laughs> they're gonna be you, they're gonna be coming after you, bro. You're the king. Yeah, now. it's some dangerous. <laughs> it's a, sugar free married now, fam. <laughs> it, now it's just a, you're the only one left now. If, if women is trying to burn down houses for you, right? Isn't that sad? That's so sad that I find that like. <laughs> endearing thing like yo that's sad yo that's i mean you know i don't anymore but at the time i was like yo she set your car on fire god dog yo what What? Uh, rapping forte is going to need a new dog (laughs) oh my god and a new hose speaking of hose Right, oh, right. Man. We did oh, it. Man. We did it See, on this drink, show. Drink champs don't have these kind of puns. Come on, they don't have these. No, no. Come on. You need, you need new hoes, fam. Respectfully. My bad. <laughs> it's a garden tool. Like it's not like I'm just. It literally is a garden tool. Um. <laughs> I we're close to wrapping this show up. Yeah. Glad to end on this note. That's so wild, bro. What's the look on the dog's face? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Have you ever tried to control someone else's dog? That doesn't work. That's not supposed the to dog work. Is like, the dog. No, the dog was. You can't just take a dog, man. Like dogs <laughs> yeah. got to go willingly. The dog was tired of him too. The dog was like, the, "You got to plug the hose." I'm sick of this dog. Or that dog's mad soft. Like you are mad soft <laughs> for real. It's like my dog. You can, look, you, I don't have no you're dog gonna yell me. at me all day long, but the second she yeah. grabs you, you just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I have a dog just like that. He, he's <laughs> loud as hell. <laughs> but I know if somebody walk up in this house, he'd be behind me. <laughs> all right, man. Uh. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This ain't going to need a new host. Um, we are Rap Six Radio. I am your homeboy, Track Life. That over there, that dude, that's your fam, Caps Dakota. Garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be funny like what level of adulthood I right. um 
Yo, we'll catch y'all next week, man. I ain't really got a lot more to say. We'll catch y'all next week, man. Catch us on, on Rap Six Radio on Instagram, man. We out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all. <laughs>